Do you know who Ryan Leslie is, uh, Juwan? Yeah, he's a producer. Oh, right. I knew, me see, I told you we knew. <laughs> I told you exactly who it is. I have a question actually before the messy question. We got a, col we got a, uh, a colorful people because she's in song mode right now. So go ahead, Juwan. Okay, so let's say. I'm talking to you all day. <laughs> Just listening to the podcast. Oh, yeah, well, I, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I did. A little more on that later. So, um, <clears throat> so let's say you got you got this homegirl. I'm gonna keep it within the realm of men of uh, straight or straight relationships and men and women. Let's say you got this homegirl who is single, wanting to be set up, and you got a homeboy. You know he's a a nice a nice guy. Um, you know he you know him to be a good guy. You don't want to be successful. You know him to be treat people well, you know, everything on paper. He's a, a respectable gentleman, respectable gentleman. But he's not out there in the looks department. Would you still try to set him up? <laughs> oh, she answering? That was her answering? Yeah. Would you still, but would you, Devin, still try to set him up with with the young lady, with the lady that is interested, that wants to have a partner, but this, like I said, this guy, he, everything on paper, you know, everything is good, everything is good, money, successful, educated, you know, respectful, all of that. So, you know, he is not, but he is not, you know, their <laughs> department. Would you still try to come up? Or would you even go there with the, with the you like, like, hey, I was asked for you rather take care of a nigga and get good. Well, I don't even know if you don't give this dick or not, but there's a lot of broke niggas uh, that, that are getting taken care of because they give good dick. So is that what you want or do you want everything else? Like, you really don't. That's up to her. But I wouldn't, I would not hook up a home. I would show her a picture. Okay. To be, you would just there, all, all my female yeah. friends say all my friends are ugly anyway. So, I would never be able to hook up any of my homeboys because they'd be like, all your friends look like, like, my my ex was like, man, your best friend like a bear. Like, I don't know how he, I'd be like, really? But, so, I, I would never, I would never not hook up my homeboy because other people think he's ugly because I ain't dating him. Okay. So, you would never would not hook him up. But would you? Okay, you wouldn't hook him up. You, I mean, I like. I wouldn't tell. Around. I would not tell a girl because other people think he's ugly. Because how many? How many times have you seen a fine ass girl with an ugly ass nigga in the mall? I've seen it. Well, so, to that point, I do have a couple of my friends that kind of like ugly guys. So that's why I. I mean, I was just joking about like not, but I mean, just I. Lose. Well, if I, I if they're my friend, I know their type. And if they're not gonna go for him, I'm not gonna do it. But I do know some of my friends that like ugly guys. Mm. And um, well, this is a this is a wild question to me because what do y'all all have the same taste? Because like, do all no? Is you as your friend like, do is there someone that you think like like clearly you like the big Tigger Cameron type dick? Right? Yeah, that, that's not your, big Tigger. I don't. Not they look they look the same. What'd you say? You don't think he can be related to I, Big Tigger? Big Tigger is not attractive to me, no. And he does not look like Cameron either. 
You know who does look like Cameron? This nigga right here. This is what it is. Welcome to Edit That Out, where we always leave it in. I'm your host, Devin, and with me, as always, are my two co-hosts. I'm going to be a gentleman today and start with the Southern Texas Belle, the backbone of the podcast, the superstar of this network, my former tag team partner. Now we're triple uh, triple tag. So, Jamel, how are you doing on this wonderful Monday evening? I am All right, that's enough. Oh, my God. Pop is here. Anyway, my best friend, friend. How are you doing today, sir? I <laughs> feel motherfucking fantastic, man. Oh, oh I didn't know that. I, I'm glad you asked. I didn't think you asked me because you had a rough week last week as your Chicago Bulls dropped two home games to my Orlando Magic. I relayed a message to you. I don't know if it ever got to you because there's a hater in this a group amongst us who shall remain nameless. Well, anyway, actually doing great, uh, listeners. Um, I had a great weekend. And, um, oh, by the time y'all are hearing this, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Jamal, I'm, I'm, I'm just playing, but how are you doing? Is that- no, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I had a great weekend. Um, we, uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to tell that story on the podcast. It's not like gross or anything. Well, kind of, but like, yeah, no, we had a great weekend. We went like um, crab cake hopping. Crap! What? From what? Oh, you talking about the video? Did you do that? Huh? To that video I sent you? Did you do that? Yeah, we did one of them. We did one of them. Yeah. Which one did you go to? Oh, because I did watch this place called Coco's Pub. It was actually really, really good. Um, the only thing. Put your fingers together like Keith Lick. Right there, you go. The only thing. Um, God is amazing. Um. No, I um, no, it was great. I had the the food was great. We got in pretty pretty quickly. Like they said, it was going to be a forty five minute wait, but they were just like, y'all can sit at the bar and call it a day. So we did. We got our food. I got the crab cake with a Caesar salad. As I put my hands together, <laughs> there was a lynchworm oh, oh. in my Caesar salad. Oh my! Okay. And like, cause like I was eating and I was eating and I was just like, oh, oh you was already eating it. Yeah, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. So like, I looked. That was and I was just like, Why do I see something moving in my salad? And then I j- I had to put my glasses on. And then I yeah, there was moving. And I um Trey was just like, oh yeah. So yeah, there was an inchworm straight up in my salad. That was free, right? Um, uh, half off. Oh, I mean, I'd have been half out of that restaurant. <laughs> yeah, we would be half off. You're right. Yeah, right. um, yeah, but I mean, I will fly. Bye, right. Okay, okay. Shout out to. Oh wait, Juwan, how are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm fine. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Did you get on the bigger today? No. Oh, uh, well, that's a win for you. That is a win for you, sir. <laughs> I mean, but I, I, I would say, uh, shout out to Juwan. I feel like I told him pre-pod. I've been listening to him all day. Uh, he cheated on us, Jamel. I don't know if you know this. But he was out here podcasting with anybody. Shout out to my boo, uh, Moji, with the dance moves. But he just out with here. you at least. 
pub the pod. Honestly, we forgot to do that because we stuck. We started talking about Marvel. We we, we all, you know what? And then then uh, she was uh, giving him his flowers in the beginning of the show, and like always, her favorite male co-host, like another nigga ain't been on there. <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. He did. She. Nobody said. Nobody said. Oh, we have Juwan from the Edit That Out podcast. Not at all. That was never uttered. Not at all. It's bullshit. Well, we're 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 um more on what we was covering later, but we are going to be doing the full season. So, uh, so yeah. We will... oh, you want to know anymore? <laughs> it be your own people, Jamel. It be your own uh, people. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's but it was totally my totally my fault because I totally mm-hmm. forgot. Right, yeah, I, right. Forgot my first, I forgot my first hearts, um, but no, but uh, but yeah, yeah, on those crab cakes though. Shout out to Mister Um Chime Time, uh, mm-hmm. on TikTok, yeah. who has been pub in Baltimore, Maryland. Don't get the salad, but do <laughs> get the crab cake. Right, and uh, he's been eviscerating it almost through Maryland, um, with the crab cakes and all the other little eateries that y'all have over there. But he's he's kind of like the um evil Keith Lee. He'll definitely give the dead honest opinion and thank God why he's cussing your restaurant the fuck out. So <laughs> Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I, I do I, I wanna do all the rest of those. Like Trey like I already know Trey's down because he loves crab cake as much as I do. So like we're probably just gonna go through them all. Cause my only thing we do live in Maryland. There are so many places to get him out here. Right. You so, people are in Maryland and I did say you people. <laughs> Yeah. The thing is, is that y'all don't understand uh, the importance of boiling crabs versus steaming them. And that bothers me to my core. And I'm not even a big crab person, but the fact that y'all just steam them is disheartening. On What's wrong with steaming them? You don't, the, the, the taste doesn't set into the crab like when you boil them. Like the juices don't be... They're not as flavorful in, when you when you steam them. I see because that saying. shit ain't getting in them. Well, the, All it is. Well, we have well, crab boils out here. You do, but it's not the same. Like the ones when you steam them, they just well, put yeah, like. He's, this. he's coming from a Florida background. Yeah, so. it's disheartening. Do y'all like do crab lakes out there? Crab lakes, crab cakes out there like that? Uh, I'm not a big I'm not a big crab person, but that's just like it's more like. Crab boils, but yeah, there are crab cakes. We have crab boils out here. You have them, but I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be a uh, snooty and say y'all don't. But yeah, go ahead. I mean, it's fair. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah I've seen what y'all do. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, all right. So, what is this show, Devin? Oh yeah, what are we here for? Oh, that, actually, that is what we're here for. Uh, so I want to go around the. Uh, my best friend is here. Uh, he still hasn't uh gave me an answer about how he was last week. About you about your damn business. I, I, I wasn't hurt. I, I already know what to expect from this season. You know, oh, okay. know what to expect from your team? Because you sound quite delirious, my gosh. Oh, we, are going, we, we are going to the playoffs. Oh, girl. Oh. Yeah, you and, and the other half of the league. It's <laughs> like, we haven't been there, sir. So 20 out of 30 teams make it to the. All right, you just taking all my joy away. Let's move on. So, I'm bringing you down with me. Now, I'm not done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say the course. Oh, man. I brought this on myself. You did this. You, I, I just say you did this. I did this to myself. But, uh, uh oh, I do playoffs and hang your banner up in the rafters that said we made it to the playoffs. 
I, actually, that's all I want. <laughs> Honestly, I, I bet it is. I, I want inclusion. I just want to be included. That's all I want. Maybe want to be at like, the table. Thank you. That look like for Right. I'm trying to watch it. Picking a team like, well, who can I ride with this postseason? Let me at least ride on my team. Nobody. Talk to Keith Sweat. He'll tell you. All right. Anyway, have you been watching anything besides basketball? Let's, let's um, actually, not really. No. no, up until this weekend, he watched two things other than basketball with me. One was um the morning show, and the other was this movie called The Nun. Oh, he's oh that movie. Then the um the um as it was good the, in the country in the country okay. universe. I don't really like movie. Think they're just like whack movies in general. But that shit was good. Oh, yeah, okay. he liked it more because I was screaming the whole time. Not yes, but <laughs> really the fact that like they built up the suspense leading into the jump scares a lot better than most scary movies do. Okay, most scary movies they'll have the ominous music playing, so you already know that it's coming and blah blah blah. No, this joint was like dead silent. That's that's why I was screaming so much because if they have music, I can kind of expect it. It was real immersive. It was dope. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. This on this on Max, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. I will. I will definitely check that out this weekend because and found it and pushed place. And I think I think the was on Max. We were gonna watch it because actually a friend of ours, shout out to Drew, was over and was just like, "Hey, do you guys want to watch the second nun?" And we were just like, "Ooh, we haven't seen the first one, so we put on the first one." And uh, I guess we'll just have to watch the second one later. But yeah. Okay. Interest. I'll definitely check it out because. I, I like scary movies. Uh, a lot of them don't really scare me as much. So I'm actually been looking for something that actually is truly scary. Um, but I but I agree with Trey. It is more fun when your partner is the one that's scared. Cause I I I let um I let my wife watch talk to me. I let her. I had her watch um talk to me, and it was much more fun. You know, watching her watch it. <laughs> you know. I heard the eye violence is rampant in that movie, so it's I'm... only one. Well, it is only one instance of eye violence. He tries to take his eye. They, yeah, yes. I'm not watching. <laughs> well, you already since you already know about it, so you know where the, you know where it is, and you know where it's to where to expect. I I know I know I know that it happens, and I know it's somewhere kind of in the middle of the movie. Mm-hmm. I do have a question about. I was uh, thinking about this just now. How do you feel about the Avengers and that Loki eye violence? Does that bother you or is that like... There was Loki eye violence? You don't see anything. So it's like, okay. They completely cut away. Uh, when was the eye violence in Loki? When he goes in the very dudes, the in Germany. Germany, when they confront him to get into that, when Hawkeye didn't need to get into that, they stealing the stuff for the professor? Remember when he goes to Germany and... Mm-hmm. Um, spot him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he where he shoots the dude or staffs them in the he, wait that first of Andrews yeah uh, yeah the first one yeah like when they because they're looking for him and they're like oh he's in Germany mm-hmm. and those are doing on the table and he sticks the thing over you just all you see him you see him oh yeah somebody's thing but you don't then, know yeah you don't know anything about it until you see like a three D print of an eyeball on the other side yeah. I, so, that, so like at that point you just think that he probably could have like just stabbed him in the forehead or done whatever i don't know they didn't show it love that movie okay okay so what, and, and now that we're here i am going to um do a um 180 on what i said last week i watched season two of loki again 
uh, hit bits and pieces because my wife was, has been watching it. She's a fan of that of that stuff, and I must say that on it, it actually is extremely good. And on a on a character level, because now that you mentioned the arc of Loki from the Avengers up until the Avengers up until now, um, that character with his full arc from a villain to basically a hero was a ama- was amazing. So I applaud them for that. That's pretty, that is like one of the best things over the, you know, the Marvel's, what is it? I was like 10, 11 year, 10, like 11, 12 year run now that they wow. have, look, done. we can understand the, the fact of the, the road that we, that he took to get there. Mm-hmm. But just because the ending was, was good, how they get, they did a full redemption of them does not mean that the road that we went on was good just because the ending was good you know what i meant to ask you last week as well um what are your feelings about google and about the raw i don't know what that renslayer revala rinse oh uh wait which one is that one the black black the black black oh um since we were talking about celebrity oh wait look are we talking about looking or just like our thoughts on the show oh she's she patting him up she is. Yeah, she not. I, I, I mean, I, I did. Good. <laughs> Definitely good. I was. I thought. I was trying to like. I mean, I don't hate the character, but I was like, I hate Loki. I thought that's what you were asking me, but yeah, she could get it. Uh, so you were watching Loki. That's unfortunate. You should have went watch Miss Marvel. But oh wait, you already watched. You no, know no, I did not watch Miss Marvel, and I was actually gonna watch that superhero chick flick on Sunday, but I talked myself out of it again. Uh. <laughs> So can I just wait again for for Disney? And you know what? It's not that I'm sure it is good. I'm sure it is a good movie. Yeah. There, there are just it, it. I'm just not motivated to go to the theater to actually go to the theater to uh, to watch it. And it's unfortunate that, that the post credit scenes are worth it enough just to see those again. I would imagine that based on people's reactions to what they, what the post credit scenes are saying, it's amazing. I'm assuming it has to definitely be something that's going to tie in and lead to the, uh, the new phase and not what they're trying to develop with the Thunderbolts. And, and I think the Kang dynasty is pretty much dead now. So I've been officially reported. Not really. They, uh, there's been room, uh, it, it's all rumors, but Jonathan, um, based on how they ended Loki, I I can see how they can just throw this whole Kang Dynasty stuff and just throw it away, based on how Loki ended. Now I will, and there I want to ask one thing, because uh, our, our, our we do have our best friend here this week. Uh, we haven't got our. Are you having Marvel fatigue completely? Are you completely out? like a motherfucker? Yes. So mm. There's no, there's no way for you to go to see the Marvel. I don't want to say there's no way, but I've had enough fatigue that it w- I would have to look at every other movie that's in the theater and say I don't want to see that before. I- <laughs> oh no! Hey, oh. <laughs> Damn. No, I will say it's all bad. Yeah, I'm gonna be a girl dad when it comes out on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's coming out on Disney Plus. Now you know what? It, 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 well, I would say because like my wife and daughter, they went to go see it, and I, I mean, yo, they, Jace, they went to see it, but again, it was just not something that I was. Had interest in it, but I will tell you going back to um where Marvel is upcoming. There was this rumor, um that they're scrapping the um they're they they are scrapping the Kang Dynasty 
in favor of doing the Fantastic Four. And one of the confirmed uh, stories, at least, I don't know if it's like um, totally um, happening or if it's like the deal has been signed because, you know, the strike, is, the strike has been over for like a couple of weeks now, or a week or so now, that Pedro Pascal is cast as Reed Richards or is in discussions to be cast as Reed Richards. This nigga don't want no offer. Pedro Pascal. Pedro The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. Uh, the Last of Us. Oh, Fritz Oberon. Fritz Oberon. He don't want no off days. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was like, nigga had, this nigga just bought a new house or something. He got bills. What was he in? Uh, was he? Was he in? Um, what was the bad Wonder Woman movie? Oh, that yeah, was one of the was. Yeah, he was eating blonde. blonde. Yeah, yes, yeah. he was blonde in that one. What was he a bad? He was a bad guy, right? He was. A yeah, guy. he was a bad guy. But they like they they kind of like um. Gave him that man was white. Was he white? Didn't he have like he a white. son or something? Yes, and an accent. Yeah, that shit was wild. I gotta go back and rewatch that movie. That was like a Christmas release during the beer, right? That yeah, it was. Yeah. It was bad. You gonna rewatch it? So bad. It was hot. It was. I only watched I, it. I remember like it coming out being like it because the first Wonder Woman, I like to call it Captain America Two, because uh, it's just like like just like the Captain America movie, but it was good. I was excited, <laughs> and then they, it was a wet fart. Mm, he's superheroes in World War One. Um, so what's what's your messy question for the week, Devin? Oh, uh, so uh, all right, we'll get, get right into it. You caught me off guard here. So often in relationships, I don't want to say all relationships, but at least in mine, and generally when you're in a relationship, a man tends to give his partner something financially, whether that's like here, do this to have lunch or get your nails done, get your hair done, certain things like that. If your man, and here's the question of the week, is that, would y'all say that's a accurate depiction of a relationship sometimes? A man is, uh, will, will bless his girl with something. Uh, is it okay if your man is of a certain tax bracket, if he asks his partner, can I make you a employee and give you the same money, but I get it as a tax write-off. Is that okay to do in a relationship? And should a woman be offended, or even if it's a, uh, even if, should someone be offended if they're asked to be a tax uh, break, even though that they're your partner? Is that a wrong mm-hmm. question to ask somebody? Well, You're giving the same amount of money. Quite thing. I want to. I want to get a little bit of clarification on that. Okay. Is this? Is this what? Is this a marriage, a marriage, or is it can this... be either? I, you know what? Since y'all are married, I could. But I would look at it as long as that you're in a committed, serious relationship. That could be for however long you take it, or married. But you, okay. this is a, someone that you're a life partner. I'll put it like that. Y'all are okay. in it together. Okay, because I because I, I have to because my answer will vary based on if it's a marriage, sure, if it's boyfriend and girl. Okay, I'll let Jamil and uh, Trey go first. Is that a, is that insulting <laughs> to ask your partner, would you be an employee of mine where you don't really do anything, but I use the money that I give you as a tech break because of the money that I make? And just a slippery slope, bro. It is, but how I look at the question is: Is it insulting? I mean, that that depends on how it's received by the person who becomes the employee. Yeah. So I mean, like. I don't think I can determine for Jamel 
whether or not that's insulting. Would you ask your partner to do that? Uh, I would, I would like raise the subject to say, look, this is an opportunity for us to get more money back. Mm-hmm. But I would leave it completely up to her. Whether she wants to do it. Do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jamel, your thoughts on that? Yeah. If yeah, she proposed it to you, would you feel insulted? To ask him on the other way around. Would you be insulted if she brought that to you? And she was like uh, asking you to, you know, be an employee. No, nah, if we're splitting on those savings, hell no. Okay. I had to say, sorry, Jamel. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't ask the second part. I mean, it, it would only become an issue if, you know, that was somehow used against me. And no. It's treating them like an employee. That's like, what I'm no, they don't, like, yeah, right, no. It's strictly just, you're, I mean, if it's just on paper. Yeah, just yeah, to paper. get the right off. Right, yeah. I, mean, I don't. I don't money hear nothing way. about you're my employee. Right, no, no, no. Blah, blah, blah. That's just being a bad person, personally. I feel like exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because that's what I said. Then you were... Yeah. Go Sorry. Ahead. No, no, my man. Ain't no thing. I was just wrapping up. Go ahead. No, it, yeah, it's starting to get into like if you do that, then you're starting to get into like sex work, which okay. I mean, if you hire somebody. Well, if you hire that, that, you're talking about how it's perceived, right? I would kind of perceive that, like, and especially if you start treating me like an employee, like it, like I would, like I was just a sex worker. Well, you know, if you want to be a sex worker, that's okay. I don't, and I'm, you know, if you're going to treat me like that, I'm going to have a problem with it. Now, when we're talking about it, it's just in title only. You're not gonna like as you said be a bad person right mm-hmm. then I, I probably wouldn't care that much would you feel any way that he even asked you that no because i've had if a lot bring of it to me if you bring it to me with like listen do you know how much we could how much we could save right if we do this i seriously might be like well okay I want benefits, you know. Like I'd probably make jokes about it, but like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not that opposed to it. Okay, because I've had uh, discussions with several women, and they are on the terms of like, why are you bringing that into our relationship? And I'm like, if it's if you're in a relationship and I give you money anyway, what's the what's the problem with us getting some back something back for it? I'm just gonna give it to you anyway. And I, I don't want to say all women, but a lot of women that I've talked to have been affirmed I'm not doing that because it's murking the water of our relationship. So I'm going to go to you, Juwan, and what are your thoughts on this? I think it depends on, I, I agree with um, what Trey and Jamil say, in the, how, depending, it depends on how it's framed and mm-hmm. how it's framed and also depends on how the other person takes it. I don't, me personally, I think it's a good business strategy. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. in terms of definitely saving, in terms of definitely you know, saving money, you know, you're getting the tax, you're getting the write off of that. It can get murky business wise. It can get a little murky, but you know, I don't need to get into the ins and outs of how, you know, you can go to jail, but, uh, <laughs> but, but I don't think anyone should be offended. But if it's a, if it's a married couple, I am 100% on board with do with uh, doing that. I know people actually that, uh, that do that. Um, not to tell too much of my business, we've actually toured around with doing with um with doing that in a certain in a certain capacity, um, a certain yeah, capacity. I will. 
Oh, John. <laughs> but yeah, I will. Um, but no, man. We but um, uh, but the nature of the business, we could not um uh, do we could not do that. Um, but yeah, if it's a married couple, I hundred percent agree. You know, absolutely. If you have if you have that kind of business, if you're an entrepreneur, you can definitely you can employ your partner. Then go for it. Now, if it was boyfriend and if it was just a strictly boyfriend and girlfriend type of situation. I can see how Jamel and, Tr- and mm-hmm. Jamel and Trey with them like that muddies the waters that that gets very very murky and that can op- one person's benefiting up well I mean I guess not but right. never mind go ahead right. and also it's it in in that particular scenario you're paying this per- like Jamel said you're basically I'm I'm paying you a salary you don't necessarily have to do any you don't necessarily have to do anything for my company to grow my company, but you I'm paying you a salary so you can go get your hair done, get your nails done, fix your car, whatever the fuck you got to do. But I'm still, but it's almost like Jamil said, I'm, I'm still, I'm paying you basically to kind of be a servant at mm-hmm. home. You know, mm-hmm. I'm paying like, or a sex worker, which is nothing wrong with that, but it can muddy the waters like that. And also, <clears throat> we, you, and it makes you, it also kind of feels like there's a weird power dynamic. It's patriarchal. It'd be very patriarchal. And there's a weird power dynamic in it as well, where one person kind of has all this money, this money and control over this other person where they can also be cut off. You can't. That's the only, that's what gives me pause. Yeah, you can't exactly, you can't cut off your, um, your, your uh, spouse per se, you know, because, you know, you're, you're dancing. Equal shared income within the household, but I can definitely, but it could definitely cut off a girlfriend for whatever reason, like a, like a mm-hmm. will work state. You like I paying you for five months, I'm gonna break up with you for whatever reason. Your ass is fucking fired. So it does get murky, and that also will lead into something where we're gonna be talking in the later about money and power dynamics and how you and how people get treated in relationships. Mm-hmm. It's behind both. That's a good segue, Juwan. So yeah, I, I will. It, I will. As the single one on the pod, I feel like if I'm already giving you money, which I'm a very free-hearted person, especially with someone that I'm intimate with. Mm-hmm. So, and it's not surprising to hear like you just paying me for sex, but we're always paying for something. So it's like I'm gonna if I if you know I'm gonna give you money for gas. If I'm going to give you money for whatever it is, even if we're just in a relationship, not married, I don't see the big deal about that. And I've, at least from the all the talks I've done, and I've talked to like, I'm going to say roughly 10 women and uh, like five dudes. Now, all the dudes, have been, yeah, like they're like, hell yeah. And I haven't had much uh, agreeance on the women's side with, I'll do. And it makes perfect sense why. Yeah, I get it. Because of the patriarchal nature of it. Of course the dudes will be like, yeah, I love that. But yeah, like you, you, you women will need to think about it first. Long and hard. Pause. But I, yeah. That's not a pause for y'all. Right. The thing, no, okay, we had this and that's the thing. We had this discussion over the weekend actually with a couple of friends of ours about how women don't really need to say pause. And it's just, but it's fun. Yeah, it is. It don't is. Take that from us. It's 
Right. Let us have that. Yeah, I have everything else. You yeah. as well take that too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I said house to women <laughs> when they said something like, "Yo, I did that today too," and I was like, "I guess, I, I guess, I, I guess." I guess the equivalent would be that's what she said. You know, yeah. like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's a more clean. It's actually a little bit more of a cleaner. That's what she said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah I, I had a wild. That's what she said. Uh, today and I felt kind of, I felt kind of creepy when I said it. She was like, "I'm coming." I was like, "I hope so." Nigga, did what the fuck? Yeah, I, I see lab, but I, I after I was like, "Ooh, that was." I could get Wait, double did, did she sit again? Could have, should have. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Did you I was, I was at one end of the hall, and this this young lady was, uh, she said, "I'm coming," and I was like, "I hope so." And oh my god! And hide. And when I said it, I regretted it immediately. But I was like, "Ooh, that could have, that could have been bad." But it, mm -hmm. it, 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 she was, she laughed. But I felt bad when I was, said that. Was this, was this a white? It was. And I was like, "That could have went." Oh yeah. It could have. That could have went bad. But uh, you did say that this is a segue into a specific topic that we, we have. We, we, we will we're gonna, we're gonna, we'll do, I want to do that at the end, but what I want to lead a bit. Okay. But one thing I do, cause Dev, like this, I understand what you're saying, Devin, again, just to kind of piggyback back on this topic with the, with the money thing and giving money, you always give money. Right. Honestly, I'm cheap. I'll, and I, I'm married, but if I was, but if I was a single person, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't get this whole. Okay, I'll just go ahead and say it. Just glad I say it. I don't pay. I don't. I don't pay. I don't. I don't do hell, hair money, nail money. You know, really? that's, that's no, that's no. And the way I kind of feel about it is, I was talking to a young to a young lady that was kind of had this that was talking about you know one of the, what can the man do for her and and all of this, and I'm like, why are you? try to get into a relationship expecting this man to do something for you not that he's not gonna treat you nice he's not gonna you know shower you with gifts or whatever because that's the normal thing you would do in a relationship but you're coming at it like he needs to start paying my rent and buying my things you have a like you you have a job your like, rent is different from a hundred dollars here and there I, even even still, you like even even still now because I I just it it feels it, it just feels transactional to me. In a now I mean yeah well now that would that's what it would be if you put it um if if you file that on your taxes yeah it just even yeah still even that like hey a hundred dollars I can understand like hey here's a gill here's a hundred dollars a gill for hey I'm gonna treat you out to a spa day or whatever. But this the the expectation that every week this man needs to pay for my hair and nails. Um, this man needs to pay for my pay my power bill or my phone bill. Like I literally hear that uh, people people sit out time. I was like, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you even employed yourself then? And in this scenario, you might as well be your boyfriend's. Um, live, be your, be on your boyfriend's payroll if that's how you're gonna treat it it's just this transactional nature of relationships mm -hmm. sometimes it, it wears me out so I will say I understand that Juwan I understand it, that there's a famous uh, stand up by Eddie Murphy that says when a what's your job ladies your job when your man is a 
making a certain amount of money. Your job is to fuck your husband. <laughs> I think I remember that joke. Yeah, that's so. But anyway, anyway, my point is, is that we all pay for it. So way, so I might as well get a break for it because if I'm not doing these things, some nigga will do it. Yeah, I feel you that I agree, but see, just by the nature of what you just said. It's creepy because, like, we're paying for it in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. You're, it's a transactional relationship. That's his point. That's so, his point. I mean, you you got to. There's there's an initiation yeah. to every game, and when you're in a relationship, everybody. I mean, like, at least to me, it's everybody. I feel like I feel like, and I don't know how y'all, but like, there are certain responsibilities a male has to do in certain. Yeah, why? Yeah, I guess, I guess it's like rules coming you, from. Yeah, I, I, I was studying this rule book and why are you right here I got my nails part. done today and I paid for them myself. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can say it's like by virtue of what they were saying, if you're paying, you're paying for it. You're making it trans. You're making it transactional. And I would feel if it's a situation where I hate. I'm giving this woman a hundred dollars or hundred fifty, however much nails and shit costs. I'm giving this woman this money, whether and I feel in that because I'm obligated to. In your scenario, I'm obligated to. I don't say with with the hopes. Wait a minute, wait a minute. With the hopes that maybe later on she's gonna fuck, she's gonna fuck me for it. That's and everything because I'm paying for it. Not that she's fucking me because you know she genuinely likes my company. You know, she thinks I'm attractive. She thinks I'm sexy. She's only in your scenario. She's only fucking me because I'm paying for her. I'm paying for her lifestyle. I'm paying for her upkeep. I would say, I, yeah. I, I might as well fuck my pay. I might as well yeah. because I'm paying her to. Here's an extra service to tack on. Come clean my clean my office and then clean my dick. So how about so? At your one, I was like impressive. I'm so proud of him. I've never been. I've never been asked for money. I've mm-hmm. never, a woman's never told me I have to give them something. Like I said, I'm usually a free hearted person anyway. So like my last, if she had to come to me, I would always make sure I fill up her tank just because I'm thoughtful. But there's never like a, but I feel like just being a thoughtful man and taking care of your girl, I feel like there's, and I guess there's no written rule about this, Mm-hmm. But it's just like I almost feel like I have to do that as a man to take care of the woman that there are a lot of things that think like that showing yourself, bro. right? Right, right. Like I, I haven't. Right, I have a big problem with letting a woman pay for me in any capacity, whether we're friends or in a relationship or not. I can kind of tell that about you. Like it's it's a it's a, a hard. Hard thing for me. I got one. Okay. On that notion, I got one last question. Okay. So when you say something like that, you, you and your coworker, mm-hmm. female, mm-hmm. Woman, woman, sorry, woman, are going to go out to lunch. Are you paying for your coworker's meal along with yourself as a woman? Say she's, if, if she, say she's a woman. Are we, are we friends or is it just yeah. someone I work with? So your, your friend, your friend coworker at work. Y'all going out to lunch. Y'all go. Y'all got a lunch break. You're going out because she's by virtue that she's a woman. Are you paying for her meal? I would. I would. Pay, I would never ask her to pay for it. I would if she's a close friend. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't put a caveat on it. This is your friend. It depends. It depends. This is someone that you work with. 
I'm that y'all not every time cool. y'all cool with each other. Y'all going out together for lunch. You just said that, that you you just yeah, because you just said you know our coworkers like you, Devin. I really like you. I probably would if I if I consider her a genuine friend. Like if I if I went to lunch with Jamel and we worked together, I would pay for it. If I, I would expect to... that shit. I ain't gonna lie. You what's the English? I would expect that. Well, I'm scared. <laughs> that, that is the problem. Like, because I would about no. I mean, I know. I'm I, obviously a joking, <laughs> but like, I'm just no. She's not. I know. I know. You what? Cap. Well, Cap. I, I okay. Here's the thing. I'd, expect, <laughs> I'd expect it, but I wouldn't be mad. If- right. So I I would pay for it. you. Wouldn't you want? Is what you're saying. No, I would not because you're my. I mean, we're cool. Well, you're right? also married. Well, yeah, that's true too. But even if I wasn't, like, hey, we work together. We are friends. We cool and everything. You gonna pay for your own Chipotle? But oh, if it's Chipotle, yeah, I'm definitely paying. <laughs> like that's that's nigga, that's forty dollars. Oh, <laughs> I don't hold them this pocket. I I have a friend and she's very she's very tiny, but her Chipotle order is like twenty six dollars. Like I'll be like, nigga, what are you getting? Like, how am I the fat one? Double like, steak. Double she get double meat. Uh what else she get in there? It's like twenty six dollars. Oh man. Uh, oh well, I guess that's not a pause, but she got it out of well, I don't know. It's, it's not just about to say. <laughs> The way I, I did that too. Even to, I asked you if she a close friend or she just someone like an associate at work. Because if it's just an associate, I probably a coworker, a associate. Like you know, it's not like somebody that comes to your house for things for Thanksgiving. Okay, you know you have a job. You have a job. I'm pretty sure you have a coworker named Jennifer. Mm-hmm. If and she said, "Hey, uh, either one of y'all would just hey, let's go get lunch. Doesn't matter who said it." Would you pay for it? I probably would. Still, probably. Damn. Hey, listen. I don't know. You need to. Okay, I, I want you. Can you this. come and work where I, where my office is, please? I probably would. We're going out to differ. We're going out to lunch. And I know people listening to this. Devin is so chivalrous, but you know I will be the toxic really? one yet again. But you need to unshackle yourself from your. My best friend. Would you? Would you? Why would you? How do you feel? Would you? Would you pick up the tab? Or are you letting her? Like, hey, you can get your own. I didn't. Okay. You tell me that's not an option. What if that's not an option? Tell me something about work so I could just call this a business lunch. I like that. I like it. I hey, I'm all for that. But what if that isn't an option? Uh uh, probably not. Mm, I like that though, expensive. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, but that but that was a good one. That was a that was um a uh, good one, Devin. I like. I like. Appreciate that. That. that was a good. Yeah, I like that too. More next week. Check out what the question of the week will be. So, uh, okay. Juan, you want to go to the? Oh no, let's go to my best friend. Uh, we had some sports news take over this week. After we ended the pod last week, we got action. And by- like it was like immediately after we said bye, guys. This is a good oak. Yeah, Mel is the group chat. We're literally like, all right, guys, you know, this is edit that out. My Jamel, my bell, blah, 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 blah. Okay, peace, farewell. Then this shit happened. 
Yeah. If he had been, if he had podcasted for like 20 more minutes, y'all would have got it live. That was, that was the most opportunistic fight I've probably ever seen. Because best friend, would you give them a, a a rundown of what took place last week? So last week, Clay Thompson got into it with another player on the Minnesota Timberwolves, and uh, they scuffled. It like actually, they got into it pretty heavy because uh, Clay's jersey got ripped. So it was you know they were tossing each other around and whatnot, and then you know. It, it becomes a classic NBA hold me back moment where everybody's kind of going <laughs> around. Nobody's really like throwing hands in, in but they're trying to calm each other down. So um, Rudy Gobert comes along and is trying to pull Clay off of his teammate. And then in steps Draymond Green, who out of nowhere comes behind Rudy Gobert and gives a, a clear UFC rear naked choke. <laughs> lifts his head up. Puts his arm under his neck and chokes that nigga out. Yeah, and and now you've got an even bigger scene where people are trying to pull Dre off of Rudy, and then people are pushing the other people trying to pull the people off. It was it was a great moment in NBA. Right. Or as I'm concerned, or at least that is it. Yeah, that is that. But see, what it comes down to is there's a lot of history between them. They have not liked each other for a long time. Well, also, can we? There can... lies the opportunism because Rudy had nothing to do with that issue taking place on the court at the time. He was just on the court, and Dre saw blood. That's what he saw. He was a shark that saw Chum in the water and said, I can finally get it. So he <laughs> reached the line. And- I, don't, I don't feel like I don't care how long I've lived in this. But Draymond is a digger. And oh, my God. We, oh, yeah, RDR. So we've, we've seen this digger before. He has no home traders. No. So gotta, he done that before. There, there's a whole yeah. montage of that nigga niggering. Right. Like, so <laughs> you gotta act accordingly when you're playing. The you gotta keep your head on the swivel. Can I, I cannot I mean, turn your back to that nigga. Can't. Listeners, you know how bad it is. Even Juwan knows how niggerish Draymond. Right. Right. Juwan was just like he's done this before, hasn't he? Absolutely. Yes, he has. He can get the ball. You need to yeah. know Juwan didn't need didn't need background on this. He was just like, I've heard that name before. <laughs> I'm not real. Just ghetto. Hey. Just, like them, just like them Republican politicians on always trying to fight. Oh yeah, we thought oh, y'all thought y'all was out? No. We seen you little ghetto asses fighting in the fucking uh Congress room. I said like Bird Villa fight. Birdie should have let them fight. This ain't the NBA. Let them fight, ghetto. <laughs> but continue. Go, uh, best. So, do you have do you, either? We, I guess anybody. He was subsequently suspended for is it four games, five games, five games, five, five games. Do you guys feel that because like, we've established that he is a bigger, uh, that was too much? No. No. I don't think y'all was too little. That was just right. Not like because you got to put it in perspective. John Morant got 25 for being a repeat offender for flashing the gut. I think he should have gotten 40, if I'm being honest. He's still out, right? That's OD. Still out, right? Yeah, have to see. I think he's going to play 25 games yet. He, he's going to be suspended until, like, Christmas. Yeah, and I think he should have got half the season. It's same Why? like, he did because you're, you're stupid. But it's, it's, still a, it's, a, it's, stupid. it's still a weapon, I guess. You like a firearm. Myers Leonard called somebody a on video while playing video games on Twitch. 
He didn't get 25 and, games. He didn't get four. And, I'm not saying. See, and, and, and guess who is Jewish? Adam Silver. So, yeah, I get one. I get the hate, but that's oh, my, my, oh, my time stamp. Hold on. <laughs> uh, just just about at one hour exactly. In fact, that's getting weak town straight. If Myers Winner had a had a meeting with the league for his language, what's the name of this podcast again? Ended that out. All right. If Myers, but here's my point. If Myers Leonard was brought into the league office where everyone's telling him, hey, bro, there's a lot of Jewish people around here, but you can't do stuff like that anymore. And then two weeks later, however long it was, a week later, he goes and does the same thing again. Like, that means you didn't listen to the serious conversation that we had. And you don't give a fuck about authority, the league. You have a privilege to play in this. Thing. You don't. You don't. It's not your right to be a basketball player and make hundreds of billions of dollars. So you need to sit your black ass down. And I think that he he needs it just for himself, so he doesn't hurt himself. Black. That's respectability politics. I'm not playing that because they didn't do that shit with Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie. They sit him down for 25 games. Kyrie. And he was saying, I'm not doing any of the things that my contract says I need to do. None I of feel like I feel like all these. Th- I have a, a strong stance on players not fulfilling their obligations that it's in their contract. That it is. And honestly, as as a sports consumer, we often let players get away with so much. And I do feel that all these players are so entitled that they do feel like uh, Kyrie, that they don't have to do shit. His name and is James Harden. We'll get to that. <laughs> exactly. And people like that need to be brought down and said, hey, bro, you're still you're not bringing it in the league. Yes, the league is going to continue whether you're here or not. Like these type of players need to be taught harsh lessons so they realize that they're regular people out here that are paying harder money to watch your immature ass make millions of, or play a game. Like, come on, bro. Like, you're not above this. And I'm you know what? They're, 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 and him showing that gun on TikTok, whether he was playing or not, is a slap in the face to all his fans and all those people. They have faith in him. Those kids that are looking, he's to me twenty five was not enough just because of his stupidity. I feel like my twenty five is enough because the Grizzlies fucking suck right now. <laughs> I feel like they're getting punished more than he is, though. That's the crazy part. You know yeah. where you he's, well, no, because he's not he's getting like drift every first. Well, he's getting like shut up and dribble right now. And I'm, you know, that's the guy. I'm so, not saying that. They do sound with the sound like shut up. And but that's how you sound. And you also sound like respectability politics, like 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 Trey said. Because I disagree. I don't think the 23. Okay, if you guys suspend a motherfucker, now like the 23. I love 23 games. Fine, whatever. But this whole thing about the kids that look up to you and blah blah blah. Nigga, fuck them kids. These they see. They have seen, they see worse shit. Worse they shit do. on TikTok, whatever the fuck they're doing. It doesn't, just because Java Rat flashed, uh, flashed the gun, listening to, listening to, you know, 21 Savage, whatever the fuck, don't, ain't, ain't no fucking kid looking up, looking up the hill like, oh my God, my favorite basketball player flashed the gun. I can do that shit. Fuck all that. That's something, that's, no, no. I disagree with, with your, um, with you trying to say he should get spitted for, the half half a season, you know. Yeah, I do. Because it wasn't the first. I'm not again. It's not. This is not his first offense. Like there was the whole nightclub thing. He's young. He's twenty something, right? Yeah, and there's a, a again that entitlement is crazy with athletes now. 
and that it's not it's not okay. The as entitlement a, as, really the entitlement. Really? Yes, it's a problem. Are you thinking that they should you know, be a great pull, I presume? Absolutely. Yes. A, a player a player that I I love as a player. Uh he's you retired be, now. Be grateful that he's making them billions of dollars too. Absolutely. I didn't say it didn't go the other way. But you're your son handed it right now, nigga. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Uh Juwan, do you know who Beast Mode is? Uh Marshawn Lynch? Yes, I do. Okay. So this guy constantly was uh aloof or you didn't want to answer questions from no, I'm just here so I can get fired. Yeah. Look at you, Juwan. Right. By the way, absolutely. God. I always was a big it's part of your your contract. It's in your rule. You're supposed to connect with the media because one, the media is the only connection that you have to the fans. The fans are the people who pay your salary because that make that make this whole thing for it to be possible. And the fact that you're shutting them off and not answering any questions is disrespectful to the game. And I feel like he got away with that and people gave him way too much. It's like even going back to the Super Bowl where Cam Newton lost. I'm one of the biggest Cam Newton fans. I followed him since he was 17 years old. He went to the, he was one of my favorite recruits as a Gator. I followed him at Auburn. I loved him. When he refused to talk after the Super Bowl because he lost, I know it's hard. I get it. You're hurting as a person. But you have to talk to the media. You're supposed to do it. It's, it's still part of your job. If any of us on our daily job say, I'm not doing that to our boss and just walk out, we're getting fired. Just because you're a fucking athlete who's six foot seven and 260 pounds and can throw a football from here to Georgia does not mean that you're exempt from your job. It's not okay. It's not. And a lot of these athletes get away with this shit and they shouldn't. And if I sound like a a piece of shit, I'm sorry, but it's okay, true. Steve and A. Lamar. I like I I would almost venture to say I'm the biggest sports. Well, no, you watch kickball. But one of the biggest uh sports fans on this podcast, I could never do that. Kickball? What are you talking about? He's talking about he's talking oh, about actual football where you know you use your feet with the ball. Yeah, kick net. <laughs> yeah. So I missed the joke. Sorry. Yeah, we're sorry. It's it's okay. But I Not feel like okay. you should be like, okay, Marshawn should be like, I'm telling you how I feel because I'm invested with you. Yeah, athletes are hurt. We get it. But still, like, do your job, bro. We can't do that shit. Well, I don't think to get away with about it. it. Like, the way that it happened, he got even more fans off of that. The way that he was just like, fuck it, she I'm going to do still, it. I'll tell you that much. Right. And, that was, I do it. and he was able to retire early, and that nigga is having the time of his life. He's acting. He's acting now? Wait, who are you talking about? Marshawn. Oh, I, I still I'm don't trying. think it was okay for him to not do those press conferences. <laughs> well, he did. He did. Just that for sissy, just he gave her an answer. I think it was just the way that the white people wanted him to do it. Yeah. Yeah, he did it. It ain't got nothing to do with doing it or not. It's is he doing it bare minimum day, still doing it. Okay, well, yeah, like, I go, he, I'll go back he, to the camp. Cam Newton didn't do it at all. Okay, well, that's the problem. He should have done it. You're right. Yeah, he did it because he sat in front of those cameras with the mics in his face. He just didn't say anything. Cam Newton walked out. Well, yeah, he walked out. He sat down and then walked out. So if you don't answer no questions, you didn't do it. I get that. So, okay, and if that's it, that is that is in your contract, and you have to do it. Okay, that's part of your and job. Marshawn Lynch. There was times that he did it, 
y'all are talking about where they like, all right, nigga, you gonna be there. So he's like, I'm just here, so I'm not. So even though he's again, he's not answering the question. So like, but he is answering the that's not in the contract that says you have to answer the question. Okay. He's talking. He got to the point. There was a reason he got to that point where they had to tell him. Bro, like, take it up with my lawyers, nigga. I'm here so I don't get fined. Fuck you. That's that's. Why are you saying like, you to have to engage with the people? I'm not talking. I'm, I'm not talking to the media. Talking to the media. Let me ask you a question. Who? What is the media there for, though? The media is there to spin shit the way they want to. Exactly. That's not true. Whatever it is. So you would just so what? So what y'all are telling me is that every media personality or person is there to hurt the athlete. So no, I'm not saying that. But you're saying that. Okay. So how does he know if he's not going to answer any questions? Because there are only specific people who ask those questions. It's not everybody. He didn't answer any questions. If it does, maybe any, maybe all those people were idiots and they asked dumbass questions. I can totally understand him not talking to the media because every time there are the media is there, they're, yes, they're there to get the, the highlights. They only and it's fried at your lowest moments. Yeah, I wasn't there to answer none of that shit either. They're there to get the conversation by there. Saying, yes, but like the media will twist shit. They will take every little word. Absolutely. It was like everyone say it. Cam, Cam Newton was trying to kind of like make be a little bantery, saying, uh, well, this Cam, way, Newton, Cam Newton is a pouty little bitch sometimes too, though. Let's not yeah. take him take that out the equation. Yeah. He's doing that shit when he loses. Well, I'm not yeah. saying anybody should that's be not okay. But he is an excessively fucked up loser. <laughs> my my point is disappointed. And no, I get that. But I'm but I'm not on the on the side of he has to do anything that his contract says he doesn't. No, I'm not trying to go over it, but I'm telling you to respect the fact that there are, not everybody not everybody in the media is trying to get you. There are people out there that are. I've, re- I've read them. There are bad people in the media, just like in every form of, of business. There's bad people everywhere. But not everyone's like that. If, I, if you have a bad game and I ask you what happened on the play where you fumbled, I'm not being, I'm not attacking you. I'm asking you from your perspective to let these fans know how you're feeling about the play. That's not hating on you. That's not trying to hurt you in your lowest moment. I get it hurt. It hurt the fans too. That's why they're called fans. It's fanatics. We live and die with this shit. Nigga, I I I I was so hurt Saturday night. I couldn't eat. I almost threw up about remember, a fucking football game on Saturday. I was so hurt. Like, I get it. I get it. Yeah. You should probably stop watching. I I, I I gonna hold you. I've been in therapy. I, I actually, it's actually funny that you mentioned that because I brought that up in therapy today. Uh, uh, I'm dead ass serious. Like I was physically nauseous for three hours Saturday night after the football game. So I know what it's like to be a fanatic. How much living die was on that parlay, bro? That's the, I don't bet money because I can't. I can't lose. Can't not where they are. Not where they are. I do it. Too emotional, but he has helped me win a couple of the, a couple bucks before. So I do that with people here. Like they're they're crazy with the parlays and the the ESPN bet thing just came out. I I'm all I can't do it. I'm too tied in. Well, it's not legal where you are, is it? It's legal, thousand percent. It's legal there. Yep. You can cut this out if you want to. It's legal in Ohio. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I used to get it in. Ohio. They just it just started the first uh, the first year. But yeah, so I can't do it. And with I, who? Huh? <laughs> so well, I understand. You know, those those fans you're cutting out. Like you're like saying, I don't care what they what they think. I don't think that he's saying that personally. I think 
You know me, the last one. I don't think the grand scheme. I think that where it is true, and if you come into me, if I just lost the Super Bowl, the big a uh, big moment in my career, you come biggest. It's you, like they're Oscars. Yeah, you come up with me, come up to me worse within five minutes after this game is over. Next me, how did you fuck up? <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'm not trying to answer that. Fuck, get the fuck out of my face. Get holler, How do you feel about when you fucked up there? That was kind of stuck. How do you feel? And you're probably never your going back to this game in your career. So, like, how do you feel? How do you really feel about the fact That's that you fucked up the one shot that you had at sealing your legacy and you could basically retire and get your jersey retired like, and have a statue outside the fucking stadium I and all that shit? But that's just like, going out the window. How the fuck do I you don't, feel? I don't feel like fans really care to hear about, like, yeah, I fucked up. I and it was because I of this did. and I was thinking about the color blue. And I, I mean... Okay, well, maybe some fans do want to hear about that. I, so I other definitely want to know why this like, fuck it up. But okay, I feel that like I get it. Mm-hmm. They're down. I I know. I know. I know. It, I know it hurts at the Super Bowl. First off, it's not five minutes. They get like in the Super Bowl. Absolutely. It's, they get. They get. That shit is grueling. It's excruciating. Look, mm-hmm. I I I'm not a fan of the and Trey. You'll get this. Like in the. Like uh, when your coach came to uh, North Carolina from uh, Kansas and he had that interview outside the locker room, I feel like that's not fair because he has to go talk to those players knowing that he's about to leave and take the North Carolina job. That's not that's a time where you need to let them have their moment and not put them out of your fold and decision. Because. And all of his teammates found out the exact same time as everybody sitting in that board. I feel place. like he could have handled it better. Oh, I agree. I feel even like, I watched it. I watched his talent, but like, there's he did do something positive for the community. But I feel even though it's business, there's certain things that you have to handle in business too. I feel like certain etiquettes that you have to follow. And I would have told, can't tell everybody, but I would have told. Dan Gilbert at the time, I'm not, I'm not coming back. I would have gave him that respect. Now Dan Gilbert overreacted and oh, did yeah. some sleazy yeah. shit. Where I, if I was LeBron, I don't know if I could have went back. Where, so I was shocked when you went back. Actually, yeah. I mean, I, there's a Maverick Carter interview. Is it Maverick Carter? Not Maverick Carter. Was it Maverick Carter? Yeah, it might have been Matt. Yeah, where they said that he talked about uh, him going back and how LeBron don't take it to. I would have took what he did to him personally, but again, I get Dan Gilbert and LeBron doing that to him, and that was that was that's rough. So I have mixed feelings on the de- decision. He could have handled it better. That's all I'll say. Okay, gotcha there. That's fair. I just look. I lean. I lean towards looking out for the the little person because I feel these athletes who I put on this pedestal because of the great things that they can do and the enjoyment that they cause for me on Saturdays or. Sundays or throughout the week, that's as my Orlando Magic did to the Chicago Bulls last week. I enjoy that. Look how you want to do it. I, 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 I enjoy it. Just hang the banner up, bro. Hey, we beat the Chicago Bulls twice. We did. <laughs> we did. Hang the banner up. Right now, seeing 1995 more. Hang it up right there. Okay, that was dirty. Hang it up right there. That was right next, that to, was, that, that, right next to that. that. Really? Right next to that. I think this yep. is the best ship guy. Hang it up there. Right next to that. 
to give y'all some perspective, this is when we had Shaquille O'Neal, and we were in we were in the we were in the finals, and we didn't do very well, and and lost. Yeah, I don't I don't know I can't relate. What's that like losing in the finals? Ooh, wow, wow, damn. Because you've been talking so much about my bulls. What's going there? So to be fair, let's chat. To be fair, six of them actually. When when Jordan came out of retirement, we did put Michael's ass up out of there. That first time he was back, it was in the last day. For that banner in Amway, I just don't see it. Whenever I watch a Magic game, we're gonna give it twenty seconds. You want that says we knocked the Bulls out the conference finals in nineteen ninety five. And they got our asses smacked by the Houston Rockets in the finals. Where's that banner at? I just don't see it. I have no idea where it is. Look. Yeah, I'm not good. And it could. Anyway, speaking of Shaquille O'Neal, I was in Young Land at that time. I don't know what he's talking about anyway. Speaking of I was Shaquille O'Neal, and Shaquille O'Neal did, uh, Shaquille O'Neal did defend or took up for Draymond Green uh, for the headlocks, and he would have done the same thing. Uh, Draymond. Yeah, that's what uh, Shaquille. And that, you know, Shaq's a bully anyway. So <laughs> that that all track. Shaq, that, who did he choke out? What was it? Did he choke out? No, so he had swung, swung on Brad Miller. And he swung on Charles Barkley. He uh, other guy that um choked somebody out. Let's with Charles Freewell. Charles Freewell. That's not Charles. Freewell, Freewell, Freewell. He choked out his coach in Brad. Yeah, Jeff Van. Is that Jeff yeah. Van Andy? No, that was um. This is a trivia question. Why am I? Oh my god. Uh, last name starts with a C. I'm googling. Uh, did this true? <laughs> hey, we're all just looking at the read. Right. Well, choke. Choke. Carlesimo. Oh, Carlesimo. Yeah, that I would look like. When he a Houston coach? Was he the Houston coach? No, that was uh, Golden State, State Warriors. Golden State. Okay. In 1997. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who won, won the championship that year? Was it Orlando? Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway. Okay, wait, wait. Who was it? Look, I didn't watch basketball back then. I don't I just, know. I can't put my finger on who exactly hung a banner up in the rafters <laughs> of their stadium. And, I, I know that music. I'm right here. Draymond Green. What song is that? Are you googling it? I never heard that song before. Uh, to be fair. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Those were my second team. I was minding my business for the record. They were my second team back then. At the time, I was doing my thing. I was my chill. father lived in Chicago. I, I had Michael Michael Jordan jerseys. Have you seen the Revenant? No, that's with the bear, right? Yes, that's the bear. No, no. I spoke. <laughs> oh my god alright and on that note we're gonna go ahead and move on to the next topic I don't watch basketball this is why we don't have Trey on the show guys stop asking for him on hey, stop it I, if, we, we, if, we, if we really want to get into her that nigga that's above his hand almost caused me to break up in a relationship talk about Kobe yeah when we went to the finals again Rest in peace. and played him and I talk about 2009 where's your banner for that one by the way Oh my God! Okay, we're moving okay, on. Okay, we're moving on. We're moving on. Well, uh, Trey, did you you had something that you actually wanted to bring to the yeah. show? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm hurt. Last week, a nut, some more music dropped, which yeah. is actually pretty good. Trey, I might forgive, but I don't forget. 
Yeah, uh, one Jeezy. And it was based on an interview that he did with one oh. along. Okay, okay. Amazing interview. Amazing interview. Is this really? I do have one question. Is this the interview where he basically was? Oh, he was uh, dirty backing on. on okay. Him. On him okay, just make motherfucker. Right. I'm, I didn't see the interview. Man, I, yeah, he, so, he definitely did. It's very good. It's so was the interview like promotion for the album or what was? Because how he, I I see it as a double rollout because it was mm-hmm. promotion for the album. And I'm pretty sure that Nia Long is trying to fill the white space that has been created by the Red Table Talk, which we no longer want to exist ever <laughs> in, in life. Mm. Nobody cares about the Red Table Talk anymore because they're tired of all the will and jadedness of it all. So instead, Nia, like, you know what? I got it from here. Yeah, and you know, I, y'all I, never read it from me. This is just me speculating, by the way. I don't have anything to corroborate this thing. I want it to be based on that one interview. But. It was a very intimate interview between two very close friends who just really were just kind of revealing all of the shit that's taking place within their lives, just among the black community, all the influences that have really kind of dawned on them that made them in a lot of ways who they are, but have also created a lot of trauma in their life and figure and basically, you know, talking with each other about how they navigated through the traumas that have taken place. And one being from Atlanta, the other being from South Central. Mm-hmm. Riveting stuff that I just didn't know. So just like she's from New York. No, she's from no. She's from the hood. Did you see her? I thought she's from New York. I didn't know she's from California. Uh, she was running down the street with the cassette tape on her head. You forgot that? Mm. I got to look. Yeah, I got to look the interview yeah. up. I didn't. She is from Brooklyn, y'all. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> All three, y'all. I just I saw her right I down the street. Down. Down. Right. Oh yeah, that's Debbie. That's Debbie. That's not Nia Long. Oh. oh well, to your point, she moved to South Central LA when she was seven. Yeah. Okay, that counts. I I knew that she all right. the the Cali-ness of it all. No. Okay, I take it back. All right. Don't answer that. Oh right. <laughs> she liked. She liked it and apologized. Wow. No. <laughs> the only I didn't apologize. Oh, you're right. You just relax. The only thing I know about that interview was just seeing people's reactions to it about very good. It was just the clips with that they took where they were where you know it was more or less about email. They were looking for the messy parts and they just sniffed that email about about it also about Jenny Mai Jenny uh, Jenny Mai as well. Where yeah, he yeah. yeah. He yeah. never really fully said if she cheated on him or not, but she he basically, you know, he talked about just the end of his marriage. He didn't want it to end, but, you know, things happen. You don't really know. But, like, if you listen to his album, you might be able to tell. I'm not sure. But I, uh, as a big Jeezy fan. No, nah, like, hold on. Like, let me run off some of the track names. Okay. Because there's clearly a running theme here. Even though the the, the tracks themselves, talk about their own distinct things and they're very well crafted by the way like this is grown up Jeezy I look at it as him answering the call that Nas put out to that generation of rappers because Nas said Nas said look I know that we creeping off 50 and whatnot and a lot of y'all feel tired and dejected from the rap game in and of itself Mm -hmm. the fact of the matter is there's a lot of wisdom that has come from our ability to make it through the shit that we've made it through that y'all are not putting on wax for everybody to really learn from, to gain experiences from. All of the same shit that these little kids are listening to these young, dumb, lean-drinking motherfuckers to influence their behavior. People of our age and our 
late 30s, early 40s can really like get some knowledge from you 50, 50 plus people who are out here doing grown up shit and can pave the way for some of the things that we've got coming down the pike that we don't see yet. The same shit, the same way that we were influenced by y'all when we were 20, we could be influenced by y'all when we 40. So put your content out there. Talk about the shit that y'all been through. Talk about the shit you've gone through now. Talk about parenthood. Talk about um, coming out of, out of you know, relationships where you've been married and are now divorced and they're trying to navigate through single life again. Talk about all of the shit that, you know, AARP motherfuckers have to talk about when they come out of rap. Yeah. Or, or you cannot talk and you can just play a flute. Well, <laughs> I had in a minute too. But the fact of the matter is, I think Jeezy really like he. When you hear the Coke bars on that album, you're hearing about it from a reflective standpoint and not from an active. This is what I'm doing. This ain't a rap song, nigga. This is my life. Mm. Game was good, and I earned stripes. That's that's 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. So like, can I be problematic? You always are. What you mean? Oh, okay. right. Why are you asking? It's a cool on Patreon, y'all. Like, can I? Okay. What? If I want to listen to Jeezy, I want to listen to Thug 101. Trap. You want to uh, like, like a trap, Jeezy. Yeah, that's the, what I listen to. that's the soundtrack of my youth. Yeah, I mean, and that's what not, I want to hear. Not I don't want to hear his thing about this change of diapers, it don't, it don't his wife cheating on him, which is why I've been hesitant now. Oh, listen to Kodak. Fan, I'm gonna listen to it. I will. It's because I am a fan of his. No, so I'm gonna listen to it. It is good. It is good. Yeah, yeah. I'll just, it is different. So that's what that's the thing is that like you've got to take yourself out of the perspective of expecting thug motivation, Jesus. Right, right. That's, it's difficult. It's difficult. I understand. But I mean, again, like if I relate it to the the crazy run of albums that Nas has had over the last like three or four years. Nasir Jones. Nasir. One of the greatest to ever do it. Nasir Jones. Get your southern ass out of this conversation. I, 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 never, I, can't, I couldn't name one Nas song. I, I, don't blame it on southerners because I fucking love Nas. Okay, I'm sorry. Gonna... Sorry, South. I mean, to be fair, he's a huge girl. Get ass the fuck out of here. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. It does not apply. Right. It doesn't apply. I mean, to be fair... Flies got hits. I, I get named Flies. Devin, I'm joking because we walked out to our wedding reception to Plies. Was it Ritz Carlton or? Yes. Was our reception was. Yeah. The Ritz Carlton. So we were vibing at the Ritz Carlton. Right. There we go. And like my parents were looking like, wait, what? But all of my cousins were like, yeah. But for those who have not listened to the album and or who have not, um, watched the interview i highly advise watching the interview first because you will be able to very quickly and easily capture on the themes that created like the backdrop of the album like if you go and look at some of the the track titles they stem from that conversation and fact, black man don't change in fact the whole um the album you know, oh. it's not based on the last ver- bar that he dropped in the interview Okay, I, I'm looking at some of these track titles. Uh, this two, this this two shall pass. Don't deserve me if I'm being up. Uh, oh, no. Who do you think he's talking about? Uh, you think he's talking about? Allegedly. Now, expectations. Okay, yeah. 
Oh, no, but it's long. Everything about me is true. Expect like 30 songs or something like that. 26. 29. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, that was actually like, 29. I also call that. Oh, also, and Shine On Me is very, I think you would like Shine On Me the best, Devin. I'm here, uh, Trappy. You less cause to pause, Dev. Mm. This okay. album is 29 songs. It's shorter than the flute album, <laughs> which is eight <laughs> songs. Yes. You know, listeners, listeners, yes. Devin's eyebrows just raised. I'm just going to. That's see. wild. That is wild. I haven't listened yeah. to the Andre either. I'm not, this might take away my Southern thing. I'm not a big outcast person. That was before I listened to rap. So I didn't really. Jawan just looked personally offended. I'm not, not that. I, I'm not saying I don't like Outkast. Let me put it this way. Because when I hear a song from back then, I'd be like, oh, that's. But that was. That's, I was as far as you go. I was. Oh, that's country. I wasn't outside per se. Like when they were, when those albums were in the streets. So like if, if we're talking 2000, like when I listened to Outkast, it was, what was that album? Speaker Box and the Love Below. That's when I was in music. So you just got all the fucking excuses in the world. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying somebody my level of outcast. Like I'm like, oh, okay. So I don't have the appreciation that normal people have. Now there is a song with Andre and uh I gotta figure out what it's one. I think it's with is it uh Jamel's favorite, uh John Legend. Either way, why are you looking it up? I did yeah, go ahead. I did listen to the flute album. I tried to listen to it on the way to work. The whole thing. I, I did, well, let me tell you. Let me tell you what happened. I tried to listen to it on the way to work, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to crash, so I had to. I turned that shit right off. Uh, and but I did. But I woke up uh, other day, other morning around five a.m. Couldn't get back to sleep. I put the flute album back on. Went to sleep with the flute album on. Woke up, flute album still playing. It was then eight about eight o'clock. It was right. It was like eight o'clock in the morning at that time when it was on the last song. But honestly, I do, I, I like it. I, I do like it, though. I do feel what he's doing. I do wish that he was rapping. Um, There is stuff that he could have talked about, like Dre, as you as you eloquently explained earlier, what, what you could rap about in your 50s and how you have gone and the life that you have led and that led you up to that point. So, but he is on a, on a different musical journey. I applaud him for that. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, um, see if he's this is this flute thing out of his system and maybe he can come back to you know drop a proper a proper a uh, rap album or maybe even though maybe even a reunion i am excited though just i haven't found any yet i'm sure they exist out there on soundcloud but some of the re any remixes you know put some drums on those flutes and let's do that yeah i'm not gonna listen to that but the song was uh, just gonna get simple to him. Like rappers about to take that and with Rick Ross and Andre Three Thousand. Love that song. When sixteen ain't enough. Yeah, I love that song. And he's bad. So you can see a rap. So um, um, I'm not gonna hijack Jamil's topic just to break it up and just segue her into it. That um, um, wait, oh wait, we didn't talk about. Uh, we only briefly discussed the the fact that he was shitting on Emmanuel Doka. And trying to, uh, uh-huh. dirty uh, back. Well, yeah, I mean, all he really said about that was real niggas don't cheat. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That was, okay. That, that's so, that's do we think that he smashed? No. 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 I, think I, think he, I think he probably tried to open the gate. 
to do. Okay, okay. I'll give that out. I would also say that if they did, it was a long time ago. It predated this interview. Like this interview didn't set that up. Okay. But I would not be That's surprised. That's what I believe. If we see yeah. an announcement in the next few in the next few months, like, hey, you I gonna... don't like that. Okay. Yeah. And then people gonna say, well, uh, now you're going back to black women. Um, okay. Well, to be fair, you yeah, better leave. You go back to a black woman as if the white women are just. Never mind. I'm not gonna finish that statement. Yes, please don't. Please, don't. I'm not gonna. Let's look, we just going well, mm -mm, edit yeah. that out. Let's go ahead. Yeah, you're right. Hey, I, I edited it myself. That's. Yeah. Like, hey, God bless. What, what is Keith Lee saying? God is amazing. God is amazing. So Jamel has a new has a new soror. I do. I have a new neo. Actually, explain and what a neo is to um to the layman's. A ne a neophyte um is basically somebody who pledges like some of your new your new pledges in your chapter. So um I okay I. Across a uh, new pie chapter, Spelman College, Spring 06. And I have a new Neo, which means the new line at Spelman College, the new AKA line of new pie, um, contains Angelina Jolie's daughter, Zahara Jolie Pitt. And uh, she did a wonderful job, bless her heart. All of them did. I uh, say congratulations to her and all of her line sisters, the entire line. Uh, I'm just glad I get to talk about it now. Yes. How are you yeah. about it? Kinda. Mm -hmm. uh, and pr proud, bl proud black mother. Um, yeah. Angelina Jolie. Listen, there. Angelina Jolie is giving her little black daughter the entire black experience, and I love that. Mm -hmm. I love it. But it, it's so funny though, because she's just like, okay, you're gonna get the highest black experience. You're gonna get the bougie black experience. <laughs> let's not, let's not miss words here, okay? Like, if, okay. I explore your blackness, but you will explore the peak blackness. You're going to spell it. Okay. <laughs> so when did she get her spell running it. black? Her what? What? No running black. And that what? Are you being? Are you being fucking funny? Oh <laughs> god. <laughs> anyway. Well, um. Yeah. The interesting things, though, the kind of the interesting piece, of the gossip that come out of that, though, Jamil, was that uh, uh, she she uh dropped uh Pitt from her last name in her introduction. Well, she did. I don't know. I didn't even notice that. She said it when she did it. I, I thought it was just like loud background noise or just people cheering. But yeah, if you go back and watch it, she just says, "I'm Zahara Marley." Jolie, and while she's shaking her head, and then she moves on and says, I'm this line's number seven. Um, really? So I'm going to ask my line sisters to say if she if she excluded so, it or not, because I actually don't know. She probably, so probably I, watched Meet Joe Black and heard him speaking <laughs> in Patois and said, fuck oh, this shit. Now, we, are, said, are they not together uh, anymore? Not doing this. They have been divorced for years. They've been divorced for years. It was so, yeah. it's been, I did not it's know been so it, it was some speculation in regards, not even speculation, that Brad Pitt allegedly was abusive to to Angelina and, you know, Achilles. Uh, yeah, and and um and being abusive to not Zahara, but one of the other one of the uh, kids, I think Maddox. So I think it's all uh, alleged. We do not know. Please don't. Yeah. Right. There's just been some uh, speculation, some speculation. Right, we hope it's by. not true. 
Yeah. So that was, but yeah, I just found that part of it interesting. But congratulations, congratulations to um Zahara. Yes, uh, congratulations, for, Neo, for um joining AKA, and you know she's gonna be. I'm, I'm sure she's gonna do the chapter proud. Amen. God bless. Shout out to Mute Pie, Sweet Pie. Um, yeah, I think we only have one more big old topic, and uh, yeah, listen, listeners, y'all know what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, y'all know what it is. Right. Um, what is it? Y'all don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. Oh, I do. Oh, I'm, just, I'm saying, tell the listeners. We are uh, a big old bombshell happened on uh, what was that? I think it was. Friday. Oh, that guy. That guy. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> it might have been Friday morning. Um, I think it was. Cassie, I don't know if you all remember Cassie Ventura. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was big in the early 2000s. Um, she was also um, dating Puff Daddy for a very, very long time. They uh, met in 2000 and... Brother Love. Yeah, Brother Love. Brother Love. Yeah, so they, they met it. They like... met in 2000, 2000 way too early. Yeah. when they were Introduced by out. Ryan Leslie. Mm-hmm. Can I get a pause? Was kind of one, one, one quick second. Uh, Juwan, okay. uh, best friend. Uh, thoughts on Cassie? She's a beautiful young lady. Um, oh, yeah, she's fine. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Men in 2005, when she was 19, he would have, yeah, I think he was 37 at that time. Yeah. And it, but he was with Kim Porter and uh, off and on again with Kim Porter and him Kim and Porter. His his ex girlfriend who passed away in uh, that's like his bottom chick yeah that's like his um his baby mama basically uh mother like four of his kids and like in and I believe like it is in two thousand eight that's when him and Cassie started dating after she turned twenty one yeah because she was dating Ryan Leslie which is also a little strange because she was around sixteen or seventeen and he was about twenty five. So this poor girl has just been through it. But I, I mean, we haven't heard anything. Uh, uh, that part. So, yeah, basically she was dating Puffy for a long time and alleged and alleges that he. Um, OK, listen, I'm going to use some words that y'all probably not going to want to hear. Just true warning for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently he, uh, raped her and he, uh, beat her mm-hmm. and it was a lot of domestic violence, a lot of sexual assault and, um, pretty much nope. just coercion and just, uh, intimidation, harassment, all of that bullshit. The word sex trafficking was used? Yeah, that's another one. Yes, sex trafficking because he hired male prostitutes. To damn near run a train on her. While he watched, yep. I thought you said he black hour her. He wet? Well, maybe. I don't know. But then um, White Howard be like, you gonna have a threesome? And then it's like, oh, I got somebody in the closet. Oh. Uh, okay. It, allegedly. Allegedly. I believe it's him in the cloud. Yeah. Yeah, well. I kind <laughs> So, but, um. But- and, but, yeah, it was, uh, it was a, thir- I believe it was a 30-page lawsuit. They came out with all these with 39. all these thirty nine with all these allegations of you know like I said sex trafficking, uh, outright rape, physical abuse, emotional abuse. Of course, like we I was saying earlier about the whole power 
that power and money dynamic that he held over her with the dangling of her career, of this career that I'm going to pay you to be my girlfriend, but you're not actually going to release any music, any real music, but I'm paying you and we're going to be seen out together and you're getting the benefits for being, uh, being under my, under, under me. You're going to go to the Met Gala. But yeah. We'll but, uh, put extra makeup on you in case you have like a brutal black eye or something. Right. Right. But allegedly. Right. And so we put it, but in the midst, because Jamel put this in the, when, when it dropped, Jamel put in the group chat, this is what we're going to talk about. And I was fully expecting to come in here and just kind of like be allegedly, 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 but grand opening, grand close, closing. Then it sells that shit. Four hours later. <laughs> He's selling that shit the next the next day. That and night. <laughs> he could have checked that night. We don't know the ends and outs of it. I believe, and this may not be true, that it was reported that it was um that initially that she asked for 30 million and that she did get a seven-figure settlement. That he did sell it for seven figures, because Diddy is a billionaire. Um but yeah, and and again, he had uh, he has denied the claims. There was a recent statement by Diddy's attorney that just so we're clear, this this is what the statement says. Just so we're clear, a decision to settle a lawsuit, especially in 2023, is in no way an admission of wrongdoing. Mister Combs' decision to settle the lawsuit does not in any way undermine his flat out denial of the claims. He is. He is happy they got a nuclear settlement and wishes Miss Ventura the best because I don't want that bitch saying shit uh-huh. under under oath about my life. Because yeah, I have that. Me too much. Because we all know it's allegedly. We're just, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and put the blanket allegedly out there. Any statements that we say about this next topic is going to have the allegedly blanket on there. Okay, listeners, got it? Did you hear that? Allegedly, 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 allegedly. Mm. Okay, but I'm pretty sure that nigga did that shit. But uh, <laughs> whatever. That is, so you did you no, know that lo- his lawyer, his lawyer is Harvey Weinstein's lawyer. Oh fuck me, because goddamn, because yo nigga. So ever, when he was on, up on yeah, like, all the charges and when he got OJ's lawyer, yeah, mm. notice a pattern there, right? You yeah. brought up I mean, sometimes you. To be fair, murder, murder charges and got Johnny. I mean, you want the best. No, you, yeah. yeah. You, want, you want the one who gets the guilty off. That's right. Yeah, but yeah. Harvey Weinstein is definitely in prison. Harvey Weinstein tried to fight that shit and he got put in prison. Then he said, hey, look, um, I'll I, I write this shit off. I'll re- I release, I release another big album. Is it? Uh, I propose another question, which yeah. I, we're, we're going to stay on the subject, but. Maybe for a future quest of the week, who knows? But like, are we saying that if we're not in the uh, uh if we're allowed, if we have a billion dollars, say we have a billion dollars, and someone's accusing us of something, if we pay them off, are we okay with just being like, okay, you're guilty, even though that's not again what the lawyer says, he's not admitting guilt. But let's go back to our our famous MJ and paying those people off. Is that? Are we just going to say, like, in the public eye, you're going to be guilty if you pay somebody off? Or it could just look like Oh, the court of public opinion. It's done. He's done is the court of public opinion. It's good, but it's gone. 
That's the thing. And that's the thing. Well, that's the thing. With Diddy, like, everybody has heard so much shit about him. This is how bad it is. Like, because you have, like, when you normally hear about, like, and it's so unfortunate, but, like, when you hear about celebrities that come out and say, hey, this this big-time person abused me or he um, raped me or he did whatever, and they'll say, no, I didn't. Generally, you have a good amount of guys that are just like, I don't know, that bitch probably lying, you know, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't hear any of that. The niggerish of niggas were just like, yeah, he probably did that shit. Because everybody has heard some crazy, nefarious shit about Puff Daddy. Allegedly gonna put that blanket out there again. Like, like uh, you know, everybody hears about Diddy parties. Yeah, Jay, Jay Pharoah uh, says uh, spoke. Yeah, like, don't go to the take that take that party. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know about this. I'm. I. It has to be big, but like now that when Jamel brought that, it just I just happened to start. I I don't know if my algorithm got thrown off somehow, but I I, I was sending y'all stuff all weekend about I'm seeing all this shit and I had never heard any of this. It was like Waka Flocka? You said Jay Farrow. Oh uh, like, yeah, Jay Farrow and Waka Flocka were the they like in the same room talking because it was like a new comedian, which is like hey. I'm new okay. to I, thank you. Okay, and I'm new to like uh, celebrity lifestyle. Uh, what's some advice that you guys should have for me? Jay Farrow was just like, "Do not go to the take that take that party." And Waka <laughs> Flocka Flame busted out laughing and was just kind of like, "Yeah, because no. everybody knows that Diddy parties allegedly get over freaky." Mm. Now, to the celebrities that are saying this. Maybe it all looks consensual to them. I you would, know, yeah, probably. who they probably know the kids it out about allegedly. Uh, uh, I forgot what they were talking about. I want to say it was Mace, or I think it was Mace allegedly. But like he had like a dildo in his bathroom. Yeah, did I say that was allegedly? I've, yeah, I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, yeah. like, yeah, was it Cameron who was talking about it? Was it? I think it was Cameron. Well, see, that's the thing because Cameron knows Diddy. But Cameron was never at Bad Boy. And I think, and I, I think and Mace, Mace, this isn't even allegedly because Mace talked about it. Mace kept him away from Bad Boy because he, quote unquote, like, um, wanted him to have like the best decision or something like that. Yeah. Like, I want to say, allegedly, that Cameron was talking about hanging out with Mace and he went to use his bathroom and he saw a dildo on the sink or something. And he was like, what is that? He's like, that's your man, allegedly, or something like that. Why would he have a dildo in another man's bathroom? I'm a boy, Damon. I don't know. There, there is a whole bunch of things out there. Then you will probably never hear the. We'll probably never hear these stories until I don't know, maybe like twenty years from now. I mean, I, I, I'll be. What's other than Charleston? uh, White. Charleston White. He was talking about how did he be fucking. His kids, uh, chill or girlfriends and stuff. Well, he oh, was connected it, to Larvey. Lori and Lori Harvey said that they did not date, but I don't think that that they was doing something. Okay, well, if she says that, you know what? Well, let's just go with that. Let's just go with that. It is weird that they were hanging out like that, though. Yeah, so I mean, he is currently. I know he's currently with Carisha. Uh, right. She, I thought it was Young Miami. She put the loudest career on the internet, and they said a goddamn thing in four days. Mm-hmm. Coincidence? One of the 
and this may not be funny, but like I did, I did laugh. Uh, one of the tweets I saw about this was like, one thing this whole Diddy thing tells me is that R. Kelly was broke. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, honestly, good, but yeah. Oh, sorry, he is young Miami, not Carisha. He's we young. Miami. Yeah, young Miami, young man. Have y'all had this video of him theory. dancing, celebrating that style dancing? I was gonna get to it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Conspiracy theory, particularly uh, that were brought up by I think her name was Jaguar, right? Yes, it's a lot of them out there. That yes. he had something to do with uh, was it Heavy D's death. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, I, I, I didn't hear, hear that part. Andre Harrell, Andre Harrell, and Kim Border. Uh huh. Because they, that they so, were, yes, it's baby mama. Who started Uptown Records, and all of them are dead except for, and they were all, not mysteriously, but um, Heavy D died of a heart attack. Andre Harrell died of a heart attack. Kim Porter, I think the toxicology report came back and said that there was something that could have alluded to um, her being poisoned. And so it was like it was like initially a heart attack, but then people said that it was like a, a pneumonia or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's often kind of fish poisons that are known to induce all of these things. Mm-hmm. Got a new mm-hmm. one because okay. back in May, someone spoke out about Puff having these all men parties. These white outlandry stuff involved in them, and then. Not too long ago, he was just fighting for his life. He goes by the name of Jamie Foxx. Oh, oh, man. I've heard that theory. I have heard that theory. You did something to Jamie? Yes, I have heard that theory. There is a lot going on and a lot Mm -hmm. going around about people who have been exposing. And let me back up a second. All of those who Jaguar Wright was talking about, the common thread among them is that at either the time of their death or the time of their near death, they all had a book coming out. A tell-all book and a chapter involving one Sean Oh, wow. Now, I'm left to wonder how or why it is that Superhead is still alive and well when hmm. she was the first one, yeah, at least to my knowledge, to release a tell-all book that had a chapter involving him probably what because is, she didn't say other than yeah we fucked yeah it probably wasn't as um explosive as, as um she as, didn't um, mention the diddy parties yeah she probably didn't say anything other than like it was it was just sex i guess some freaking shit i, yeah, I, I, I read where, i read the book where that's all she said that they just had sex hey fuck yeah yeah, yeah. and i saw the documentary yeah, she she was like og cat stacks basically yeah, yeah. oh i know what she is she was fucking eddie winslow i've seen i guess yeah, yes, I, yes. I saw the documentaries with her and with her and uh, Mr. Marcus. Marcus. Absolutely. Oh yeah. It was like with Lunell now, I think. Who? Nah. I think. No, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I think. Oh, I think yeah. Eddie is currently like no. Oh, I'm not joking. Yes. No, how do you go from Myra to? Uh, oh, I hope you're joking. I'm not. Hold on. His name is Darius McCreary. Right. Pretty sure. Allegedly, he was a little though out here. Samira, by the way. She was going. Oh, you're Mug House. Yeah, oh. Michelle Thompson. Yeah, she was beautiful. Say her name. I know. I know. <laughs> no, for real. Like, I, no. 
Yeah, no, she, yeah. It's just like screech to screech. I know it's Dustin Diving. It was screech. Did he, did he die? Yeah. yeah he been dead. Yeah, they're together. I can't find wow. it. I believe I can't find it. Oh, that's why. That's why. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm correcting myself again. Young Miami is Carisha. That's her real name. Yes. <laughs> oh, so we were talking about the same person? Yeah, yes. Uh, Got it. But yeah, and like, I can't. What, we haven't said anything. This is this yeah. This is a letter when uh, Jamel tries to correct the man and gets it wrong. Oh, uh, so. You <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen there. But uh, but yeah. So um, wait. I do have one question before we uh, wrap it up. Are we all? Because the more you see the going into this Diddy stuff, a lot of people are uh saying that if you're a billionaire, you have to be a bad person. Do y'all subscribe to that? No. I mean, I don't know. Say it again. So, like, to get to that level of power that Diddy holds and to be a billionaire, you have to shit on and be pretty much a terrible person to amass that much money. Yeah, y'all, do you guys agree with that? No. I mean, I don't think you have to be that shitty. But you have to, yeah, you don't have to be out here raping people. You have the access to probably people more step over people. Right, right, right. You do have to be Jay-Z level shit. Yeah, you'll oh. probably step over a whole bunch of niggas. But, like, you don't have to Man. You don't have to, people. You have to be cutthroat. You don't have to be a monster. There you go. Cutthroat versus monster. Right. So, you, gotta be, you have to be a, a dickhead. And then you have pretty much. Like, you're, you're like, yeah, you're, if you're a billionaire, you'd be like... All right, you done some you done some nefarious shit, but like you can also be and then you do some ugh, nefarious not shit. Not as when bodies come up, come falling out. Oh yeah, oh you got some bodies. That's the thing. That was what I was saying. Like you see the niggerishest niggas. Like when like the shit came out about dude, they were just like, yeah, he probably did that to that girl. Like nobody, nobody questioned her. Nobody questioned her. They were just like, it's self apologize Parker. And uh, we're not even going to talk about that. Let's just go ahead and move on. And Sniff Dug, who apparently got his cousin pregnant. Pre- cousin? You got it. We got a baby by his cousin. He on that yeah, Kevin K shit? I can't even find that. Yeah. But yeah. I heard yeah. that. I heard about that, but I don't know. I can't find the actual story, but I believe it. Um, But yeah, like with, with Jamel, you had said about. And, and Trey, I had said the court of public opinion with Diddy. I don't know about that. Really? I mean, I don't know. I mean, of course, he's going to be quiet for a little. I'm sure he's going to be quiet for a little while. I, I that, don't know because he has an album coming out. I think the album is that. I think the album is already out. Uh, that the red one, Love or whatever. Yeah, I think it's already out. Okay. I think the way that we handled R. Kelly is indicative of exactly what's going to happen with Puck because we swept this shit under the rug for decades. Mm-hmm. Yes. And now. Social media is blown up. Everybody is has their own echo chamber that they kind of emend out everywhere. And that becomes the collective public opinion. And, and not all of the celebrities. 2023, the height of woke culture, where you got to be on your P's and Q's with everything at all times. It don't matter how far back it was that you did some fuck shit. You did some fuck shit, you get outed for it. Now this is happening almost in real time. It is very, very much so. I mean, it would be interesting to watch because like, a lot of these celebrities, some of these celebrities did not sign NDAs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting if there's oh, any, if, if there's going to be any more stories that come out, anyone, like you said, Jamel, who did sign an NDA, say something 
if there's any other woman, because it's not, it's not, oh, he didn't just, you know, allegedly rape Cassie, and there's no other woman that's going to say anything, you know, uh, about it, you know, me in the air or not. But it'd be interesting but I, to to follow, and I'm using inter, interesting, you know, just to not, I'm sensationalizing it, you know, it's all terrible, but just to see how moving forward the public does react to Pup, to Pup, to a P. Diddy. Uh, she won't be going to the Met Gala again. He might not be doing any shows. We might not see him at the at the award shows. Um, she's gonna be quiet. She just got honored by at BET. Ain't that some shit? Yeah, but it, oh, it, yeah, it was like he yeah he got like the like lifetime. the Vanguard Award or whatever yeah. like Lifetime steps, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it'll be really interesting to watch and see you know how Puffy is received. Oh, another one that I didn't hear. That uh, that he was the one that stole Ryan Leslie's laptop. I oh, y'all remember that? I don't that. Well, he lost with Ryan Leslie. He lost his laptop. And then I, I heard this. another one about. Wouldn't be surprised if he stole Kanye's too. He knew he knew who that was. Mm -hmm. That was his cousin. Who's Ryan yeah, Leslie? Then you hear about. Then you heard about um, how I'm he dead. like I'm actually dead went after. full big red uh, with like, uh, I'm out. I'm out. I ain't cut you off. This nigga right here just asked. A very offensive question that I needed. I really don't know what y'all talking about. My God, you know the song. Is this an artist? Is this an artist? Yes, I was. Nick, just we've been talking for two hours, when you haven't not picked up your phone of Google Ryan Leslie. You know who the Google Ryan Leslie. You'll know his songs. He did some songs with Cassie. Mm -hmm. He oh, actually put Cassie on. Yo, Ryan Leslie is his first two albums were amazing. Go. That's what you were listening to before the show. Yes, you thought how much I was jamming. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck this nigga is. He puts out hits. I've never seen this nigga before in or my at life. He put hits out, but yeah, the other uh, conspiracy theory was that he um, he um, hung Wale off a balcony because I thought it was a woman that he hung off a balcony. Nah, it's the you just said no, Wale. it was Wale, but I thought and it was then. Um, well, this was in the court documents, I think, that he blew up Kid Cudi's car. Yeah, because that was confirmed by Kid Cudi. That allegedly. Alleged Kid Cudi. Yeah, because um, yeah, Cassie did say that um, we it, she was dating Kid Cudi, or she was, or they were talking near mm -hmm. near the end of the of their of uh, the relationship between her and Diddy, or uh, they were friends rather, and that Diddy threatened to blow up his car, and a week later, his car blew up. <laughs> Yeah, and Kid it was just like, wow, my uh, car is on fire. Yeah, because there was somebody who tweeted that they saw them in the club fighting over Cassie. Mm. Day and night. You know who Kid Cudi is, right, um, um, Devin? Yeah, I know that song. Okay. With the Harvard. Oh, yeah, Ryan did. Leslie did, yes, yes. So even though he's not really, well, he's doing music now a little bit, but he's actually got, he, like, he was writing. Like, uh-huh, yeah. But like now he's like on his like finance shit right now, like an yeah. on like business. Well, he's really the type of business shit that Chameleonaire is doing. Like he completely rebranded himself and said "fuck music." Chameleonaire still out? Really? Chameleonaire is rent. That's the point. I did not know that. He's yeah. yeah, apparently. But the I'm on Ryan Leslie to cut back. This this Ryan Leslie. Yeah, that's the point. Like he kind of. I, I don't want to say that he discovered her, but he put her on. Mm. And gave yeah. her the diddly, or diddly, gave her the diddy allegedly. Uh, that's none. Of, I, allegedly, no. I mean, streets are saying that they dated. 
Yeah, man. Like, you talk about when they were like, because they're like eight years apart or something like that. They are eight years apart, so it is kind of it's kind of icky. But like, uh, and then um, Puffy stole her from Ryan Lethley. Or bought. This is all alleged. What was the story at all? Was it um Young Jock or who was it? Oh, with the shaved head, the shaved head thing. Uh huh. That's Young Jock. Oh yeah, Young Jock. He had that personal account where he was sitting next to Cassie. They were at some kind of fashion show. Then he saw some white chick walking down the runway, and he basically like pounced onto the table and said, "Cassie, tomorrow I want you to shave the whole half of the side of your face or side of your head." And Diddy's like, or not Diddy, but Jock's like, the fuck kind of request is that? But Diddy looked over to Cassie like, you really, you really gonna do this shit? And she said, hey, whatever Sean wants, I'm gonna do it. Mm. Like, that, like it was some real Stockholm syndrome. That, exactly, that's the word. That's exactly the word for a Stockholm syndrome. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 she was just scared. Yes. But all in all, like, if you just do what I say, I always tell women that I'm talking to, like, if you do everything I say, we won't have a reason to fight. Well, you paying them. Oh, my so, uh, God. That was a and joke. That, which brings us back to what we were originally talking about. I do say that, but I, I yeah. noted that all of us just completely breezed past right that. Right past that. Great, great. Awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll, 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 one thing. I want to say, uh, as the, the uh, watching a billionaire become evil, I will enjoy watching Juwan become one and see how many people he actually steps over on the way to his billion and if he is really on his villain arc that we all know that he is on. So <laughs> Hey, you better keep the podcast. Whatever the fuck you do, you better keep this goddamn podcast. I mean he don't even he don't and even get us all of the sponsors. you know what it's beginning. It's starting. Oh just just right. give me a dollar. Fuck the sponsors. <laughs> I know what to do with it. Right. I got something for you. And we won't do anything. We won't do anything nefarious with that money either. Yeah, I got I'll y'all in December. Oh, uh, <laughs> that sounded evil as fuck. <laughs> what he got, he better be a check next month. That sounds that sounds scary as fuck. Like I, I got it something. Better be a, and it better be checked. But yeah, uh, but all in all, you know, we. we you know, we touched on it again. They sell the 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 suit has been officially dismissed. You know, he got rid of it very very quickly. I guess to keep the feds off his ass, just say, hey, if I pay you off, no more. You shut the fuck up now, um, and I won't have to kill you. Um, but so um, oh, niggas finna get poisoned. <laughs> yeah. but, you really think he's a Game of Thrones character with this? Alex, crazy shit. Well, he thinks he's a fucking Joker and Batman. I mean. Alex, yeah, Warner Brothers little finger shit. That's, that's, yeah, right. Warner Brothers said stop. stop. No, this, no, the hell you uh, ain't. A uh, cease and desist. And he um, probably didn't okay. like that shit. Probably one of the. CEOs no, he definitely did like that shit. That's why he did the Batman thing this year. Yeah, and it's probably what. And I bet one of the CEOs is probably getting sick right now. Mm. Alex Fine, somebody need to watch his back. <laughs> no, honestly. <laughs> Alex Fine, um, Cassie's new husband. Like, I really need them to go like into a safe house because he ain't coming for y'all. Yeah, go. Yeah, don't tell nobody. No, y'all. Yeah, go somewhere safe, Cassie, and take your children and your husband with you. I'm not even. Yes, yeah, yeah. Only the only poly where niggas can't find you. Uh huh. Yeah, but But don't go near Russell Simmons though. No, do that. that. Yeah. 
Cause he he do he on the same shit. All the but all the love and light to um, to Cassie and her family. You know, hopefully, you know, by this rep by what she dropped, this is she got you know more healing out out of this. Puffy, you know, he's a terrible person again. It'll be interesting allegedly. to see. Allegedly, it'll be interesting to see how the zeitgeist moves um, views him moving moving forward. I can't. I don't know if he's canceled canceled because this this kind of like came and went so quickly um it's all the court of public opinion yeah so we we will we will definitely see but in any event that has been our episode for i do have um, one question uh, does diddy is he still producing and stuff or what does he make his money off is it alcohol nigga you just he heard jamel say 10 minutes ago that he just dropped an album Oh, but no, be well, even beyond a, that. It was though, a woman talking. He talk. owns the publishing like, for all of Bad Boy. Anytime anybody mm-hmm. drops a record that's Bad Boy related, he gets paid. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he just, he's not, he doesn't give the artists their publishing. Well, well he back up. Did, he, right he, he did. He just did. Some of he them, but right they had to sign an NDA. Mm. Right. Mm. Yeah, but some of them did not sign the NDA. Like I think yeah, Aubrey so O'Day so from Danny King. Yeah. Oh yeah, we forgot about that. I'm sorry. Yo, back. Rewind. Aubrey O'Day. Um, she's been waiting to talk about that nigga. Anyway, yeah. she's been waiting on that statue. They're all making the band, right? They had to sign. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. They don't, it don't, it ain't, it ain't, it's a, I got a question. Imagine what they did to him. Yeah, what he did to them. Where did that nigga go to college? Puffy. Oh. How, how was it? Oh. Did how he was Howard? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> listeners. I don't know. So he. He ain't go to HU then, huh? Ooh-hoo. I thought Howard was the real HU. You thought Ooh. that's what he did too, and then he raped people. Oh my God! Allegedly, okay. allegedly. <laughs> that is really the end of our episode tonight. Uh, thank you very Let's much see. for listening. What up, Hampton? You? <laughs> thank Shout you out very- to all my Hamptonians. Y'all know oh, who it is. Yeah, we got envy, but we ain't got puff. Oh, uh, I can't believe we haven't talked about him stealing from all those poor people. That'll be next. Yeah, 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 yeah. And some other we niggas. Talk, that's I don't think we that. We'll do we that next time. Okay, we'll talk about that next week. I got some Because, uh, you know, anyway. I, <laughs> we don't want to uh, break up the bag, Juwan. We get it. Oh, my God, guys. I was thinking about this last week. Do y'all remember the idol? Oh yeah, oh, baby. yeah, yeah. Oh, that shit was fucking bad. Tedros Tedros was Bye. Based, Bye. based on. Yo, that's my point. Like, is is Diddy Tedros Tedros with money? Mm. That was the dreams character. Yeah, uh, uh, not yeah. the dream. Don't disrespect the dream. Um, not the dream. The weekend, uh, the weekend Jesus. Weekend. Yeah. yeah, he's Tedros Tedros, low key with money. What was it called? Yeah. Uh, the idol? Carte, Carte Blanche? What did he call it? Oh, Carte Blanche. Blanche. Carte Blanche. Carte Blanche. Oh, man. That was funny. No, that me. show was so damn bad. That show was horrible. I had appreciation for it. Was it but... Travis Kelsey that fumbled? Anyway, so uh, that's it for us, you know, listeners. Um, I hope you enjoyed that show. Juwan? Uh, you can leave us feedback by emailing us at etopod at gmail.com. I repeat, etopod at gmail.com or on our voicemail line at 
1-855-285-1655, where I would either read or play aloud on air. But as always, listeners new and recurring, we appreciate every single one of you for tuning in to us. As a favor, we do ask you to please take a couple of minutes of your time and leave us a star rating and review on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. Five stars if you really like us. We would greatly appreciate that. It just takes a minute or two and you will be helping us out immensely by showing up for us in that way. Also, for our Spotify listeners, you can leave a star rating for us on our show page there as well. This will help new listeners find us and check us out and allow for the show to grow in popularity. So, again, we appreciate that you do that for us and we appreciate those that have already done so. You can find the show on Twitter at edit that out one on Instagram at ETO pod and now on TikTok where the cool kids are at edit that out. We are also on the book of faces. If you search for edit that out, you will find our show page edit that out with Jamil, Devin and Jawan and the Facebook group for edit that out where you can follow and join both for content updates. And lastly, but definitely not least, you can also support us on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash edit it out for as little as $2 a month where you will get all the bonus content such as casual movie reviews, ad-free episodes, and all the problematic but hilarious things that I do have to cut out of the main show feed. And Jamel may show feats. So if you can spare us a couple of bucks, we would greatly appreciate your support there as well. Thank you very, very much again for listening and thank you for your support. Yes. So thank you very much for listening. And Jamel, where can they find you on the internet, ma'am? You are more than welcome to find me on Twitter or Instagram at Jamel Mybell. That is J-A-M-E-L-L-E-M-Y-B-E-L-L-E. If you're looking to find me on Facebook, um, just, just hit me up. I'll send you my cash app. <laughs> and Devin? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Devin Lamar. With two R's. Talk about it. You can find me on, uh, I don't know why they still call it Twitter, but on X. Uh, <laughs> at JTD, that is J-A-Y-T-E-E-D-E-E. Forever um, Twitter. Forever Twitter. And Trey, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter, because I don't know what the fuck X is. Unless you're talking about that nigga <laughs> on Rough Riders that just died. <laughs> but you can find me on Twitter at underscore T-R-3-Y underscore. That's that on that. Fantastic, fantastic. That well, that is it for us. that is it for us. Thank you very much for listening. We will talk to you next time on another episode of What Are We Here For from Edit That Out. Peace. Farewell. Peace. Bye bye. I moved to New York City, and I lived with Sean Puffy Combs for a year. That's the crazy thing. Now that yeah. was L.A. Reid's idea, right? We're sending New you over York to City. something called Puffy Flavor Camp. There you go. To learn <laughs> some Flavor Camp. Yeah, Flavor that's camp. what it was called. And you're going to go to Puff Daddy's. He's going to in pre- the '90s. Do you understand what that's like? Puffy's place was like just filled with chicks and orging like nonstop, right? No, not really. I Come mean, on. but did I, hey, it was curious. I got a chance to see some things. Yeah, but you were 13. What were you I seeing? I went there to see the lifestyle. 
Right. And, and I saw it. And it was and it was <laughs> but I don't know if I could indulge and understand what I was even looking at. It was it was pretty wild. It was, so nobody it was tried to you know, some woman didn't come along. I didn't say that. Okay. I, I didn't but say that. <laughs> what I did say is that there were very curious things taking place. Uh huh. And I didn't necessarily understand it. Uh-huh. Biggie Smalls was there. Biggie Smalls was there, Lil' Kim, Craig Mack. You all know, these people all are hanging these, around. All, yeah, man. Faith Evans, Jodeci, Mary okay? J. Blosh. They ain't know nothing about this shit. Oh. <laughs> I was having a good time. You know what I mean? Does he have you doing any chores? Are you doing dishes at all? I mean, to keep you humble somewhat? Or are you just like, can you stay up till four in the morning with them and party? I mean, I could. I yeah. actually stayed up longer than them. <laughs> and, I, and, what kind, and do you have money? What's going on? I mean, I had like per diem. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, had, I had like, you know, what like a, a living. life. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. 14 years old. You're a dad now. Would you ever send your kid to Puffy Camp? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> See? <laughs>